When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, so I'm gonna talk to kids out there. So if, uh, if you're a kid, you have problems and you don't want to talk to your parents, as a lot of kids have a tendency to do, you know, we've seen a lot of, you know, after school specials and whatnot. Uh, it's no problem, man. Go find a talking lizard, preferably a Jewish one. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you have a, an old Jewish uncle. Yeah. Who was also, who's, a, who's lizard. also a lizard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Adam Sandler is the ultimate service animal in this movie, right? <laughs> He's helping a fifth grade class with all their problems, man. His problem, though, is that he's telling every kid, now, look, you know, I'm only talking to you. All these other assholes, they don't know. They ain't special. You're special. You're the one right but there. Keep this between us. Yeah, okay. but keep this between us. You know, some people don't say he's almost like a pedal lizard. <laughs> but he's, he says, hey, you're special, kid. But you're my special friend. Keep this between us. While he's going off and talking to all these other kids out there. So... What happens when all these other kids and some of these other animals find out that he's a cheating ass lizard? It's not going to lead to anything good. And that's where we get this movie, Leo. Leo and his pal Squirtle over there, <laughs> who's voiced by Bill Burr. Which I was sure was Nick DiPaolo until there was a certain point halfway through. I was like, wait, that's hey, Bill Burr. Yeah, that turtle's not Nick. That's <laughs> Bill Burr. And people might think you're joking, but like, no, that, that turtle's named Squirtle. No, that, that turtle's named Squirtle. Name. Squirtle the turtle. That's his name in the movie. I wouldn't lie to y'all like that. Like, we're not going to lie to you how we feel about this film. Let's go ahead. This is the latest on Netflix from Adam Sandler, his latest animated film. Listen, uh, uh, Adam Sandler and I, we have had, a, you know, an up and down relationship when it comes to animation. You know, mm. uh, animations is, is one of the places I've hated Adam Sandler the most. Animations is some of the places that I've liked him the most. Yes, true. Where do we fall with old Leo right here? Let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer and we will be back with our review. All right, another year, another batch of fifth grade head cases. Let's just get through it. I hope everyone's met our class pets, Leonardo and Squirtle. I'm not touching those things. Don't they eat, sleep, and poo in the same place? Hey. I poo where he sleeps. I feel the hunger, it's a hunger. That lizard looks pretty old. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Do I look old? <laughs> Thank you. No animal wants to be locked up. I wasted my life. This year, every student has to take home a class pet. This is my shot. Are you nuts? So I go with these kids, <laughs> I escape, and then I really live. It's on. Ow! Mother of Godzilla! What was that? You just spoke! Mom! No! You shut up! <laughs> shut up, bitch, shut up! Choke it out. I just suck out that mouth. Can't, no! Why are your hands wet? They're naturally moist. You're talking to them. No 
These kids are all benefiting from my 74 years of wisdom. Everyone thinks I'm weird. Kids, they don't even know you. Try doing this. Wait. Leo! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that from the movie. <laughs> I got tomorrow right there. Mine got a good chuckle out of that. Uh, but you can never tell with a chuckle yeah, from mine. You know. never know. You might, that might caught be, me off guard. Exactly. That might be the one chuckle. That that lizard gonna get. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you like a lizard when you said him. Exactly. <laughs> Except I could understand him saying that. <laughs> First one, usually it's in the front, but very nice. You're growing up. No, no, no. It's my dad. Oh, hey, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't lying, man. Look at that. <laughs> Ain't no lizard gonna be able to help me out with that. You know, lizard's a kid. You on your own. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah, I don't know what to do about that. Shit, get a good barber and a wax. What is so special about this reptile? You made me feel like I could do anything. This gonna end badly. This is a tough time, but these are the best years, believe me. This is incredible! <laughs> okay, so, you know, here's the thing, y'all. I told y'all that Adam Sandler and I, we have a very mixed relationship but up and down relationship when it comes to animation especially uh you know one of his uh movies out of all his movies i could probably say that this one is the one that i hate the most we had a long discussion about how this is a movie where i it's a challenge for me to even watch a minute of it please excuse me while i go take shower and get counseling for the stereotype. <laughs> you know, that is eight crazy nights, man. I think eight. Now, this is just me. And no offense to Mr. Sandler. But it's I, me, too. Yo, it's him, too. Not him. Not me. Not no, him. No, no, but, no. hey, I respect different opinions. But, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> no. Everybody likes what they like. Everybody hates what they hate. And I hate this movie right here, man. No disrespect to Mr. Sandler, but this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I just watched it last year, and I can confirm that nothing has changed with that. It's actually worse when we rewatch it. It sure is, man. That hardly ever happens. We usually walk away trying to be more open minded. Uh -huh. Not here. It's like this movie truly proved to us that it is a piece of shit. <laughs> Except respect to you for liking it. You know, nothing against you right there. Uh, there are elements of that kind of humor in this movie right here. Uh, but then at the same time, a movie that I enjoy from Adam Sandler that is animated is Hotel Transylvania. And there's elements of this movie in here. So you could say that this is a mix of humor between Eight Crazy Nights and uh, Hotel Transylvania. And the reason why I say that is because Eight Crazy Nights is it's a it's a movie with a lot of adult humor trying to fit into a family film. Mm. And that was the problem with it, really. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things in there. Uh, while Hotel Transylvania, well... That movie is a straight up kids movie. Yeah, and it's a, to me it's it's a cute one, man. I yeah, really like that. It is adorable. I really like that, man. And it stays true to being a kids movie. Uh, yeah, because this movie at the start it feels directly targeted at kids. Well, that's the you know see that's the thing with this movie right here. Leo feels like a film 
that eight crazy nights wanted to be. You know, the humor that appeals to adults, you know, especially about parenting in this movie right here. There's oh, a yeah. lot of stuff about parenting that only parents would really understand. A lot of the humor come, comes from that. But there's nothing too offensive here that kids can't watch and also enjoy. You know, uh, I heard criticism that said that this movie, it can't decide if it wants to be a, a movie for kids or adults. And my question is, uh, can kids watch it? And if kids can watch it, then yeah. I mean, I say, yeah, kids can watch it. There's nothing inappropriate in this movie right here for kids, especially since it's about kids. Uh, I saw this as a family movie that did not talk down to kids. You know, uh, they weren't, you know, they, they, it's no different than Looney Tunes mm-hmm. that we grew up with where that stuff was not written for kids. Right, right. It was written for adults, but we watched it as kids. Mm-hmm. And the, the humor wasn't like, it wasn't like they were, you know, it, it was, well, yeah, some sex jokes, but it was never like crazy, crazy. Yeah, not, the time. not, not extreme. But yeah, I always felt growing up watching them that they were written slightly above my level. And I wanted to rise up to that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what you have here. You have humor that that. Like we grew up watching Looney Tunes. They weren't some of this stuff's not written for us, but it wasn't that offensive to us. And you know, and it's some that some some stuff that even when we did get it, it was fine. Hell, we were laughing at the, at the jokes we didn't get. Mm-hmm. I remember sometimes my brother be talking about what the hell are you laughing about? What does that mean? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just laughing. Uh, <laughs> but if I go by the context, <laughs> yeah, I think the reason though that people were saying like, "Who is this for?" is because some of the stuff it is silly. But it also comes off weird. You know, like there's stuff between certain characters. It's like, man, if those were real people doing those things, that would be strange as hell. But the cartoons doing those things. Yeah. <laughs> so. But there's still people like it's between like an adult and a kid, like certain things that happen. Yeah. You know, I would probably say that and you sent me this. I would say the only thing that probably that might be questionable and, and and it's probably not because dad and even mom might like this there's some sex ass women and that's one <laughs> oh yeah that one too. trophy wife and she keeps her ass up in the air she keeps her ass showing uh they got one scene where she's yeah. doing yoga <laughs> like, you, like she's trying to do oral sex on herself man you know and that yeah like it's, I, it's easy to see why he married her yo hell yeah <laughs> But you know that, that, like I said, her ass is another. Yeah, that's another star in the movie right there. <laughs> stays that ass stays out on camera. But uh, personally, I I enjoyed the mix of human that they had here. Uh, I can understand how that would be weird for some people, like you're saying. But man, for me, maybe it's because I appreciate that it doesn't fit in any category. Because this is why I think Netflix and other streaming services are really great for animation. Because if they're not just straight out doing adult animation, then they're redefining what is a family film. You know, uh, you can see them pushing the humor here or bringing up certain topics that if it was a studio, they'd be like, oh, kids can't handle this. Like they talk about divorce. You know, they bring up menopause in one song, you know. They bring up uh, someone being drunk. Drunk. Drinking. Yeah. How babies are made. You know, all this kind of stuff in the studio would be like, well, that's, you know, we got to be more kid friendly. We want to make money. We can't do all that because the kids can't handle it. And it's like, why not? How come the kids can't handle it? How come the kids can't hear it? Kids hear worse shit at school than they probably hear from this Mm. damn lizard right here, Mm. you know? Uh, Or they're just straight getting away from a formula. Maybe I feel about this movie the way I do because I just got out of watching a Disney film that was the most formulaic thing I've ever seen, which was Wish. Mm. And, you know, and I was sitting up here thinking like, wow, you know, uh, I have an appreciation a lot more for when things are actually taking a risk or doing something different or just not giving us the same old thing out there, man. Um, 
Leo is on that same level of storytelling. As, they're not on the same level as, uh, of storytelling as Pixar. They're not, not at all. So I don't think I'm saying this, uh, or saying that they are when I say this. But I would say that something like Leo, it goes to weird places that some of the more successful Pixar movies do, even if it can't compete with the storytelling area right there. And I, I appreciate that. But, you know, I, I've talked long enough. I didn't, you know. Well, uh, they sent this to us early. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw it on uh, it was on a, in our Netflix queue. So I watched it like uh a week ago. And I actually haven't been planning to the next time I saw you say, "Hey man, check out this Leo." Cuz it, you know, it being an Adam Sandler movie, it would be easy to pass it over, especially how we feel about Adam Sandler yeah. and animation. Yeah. And <clears throat> I just watch it cuz it's like, okay, it's in our queue to watch it early. I'm gonna put it on. And I first started hearing his voice, I was like, all right, let me just strap in for it. Mm-hmm. And I just found myself falling in love with this movie. Yeah. I was like, you know what? You get past him doing his Adam Sandler voice. <laughs> yeah, but but like the characters are well written. And then mm-hmm. the story, you're right. It doesn't talk down to the kids. It's really for them, but it doesn't ignore everything that's going along. And I was like, you know, I'm watching this and I, I don't know what's going to happen next. And I like that about it. And while the animation isn't anything you know it's not groundbreaking in any way it's not terrible no it's, it's not shit they have good expressions on the characters yeah they got good expressions you know animation wise it's mid-road but the story makes up for it and uh, the voice acting is good and the way he's going in and inserting himself and actually helping kids with these problems i was like you know what N- nobody's actually done this before and it's acknowledging kids have these complex things they're dealing with yeah and uh, and I also love that by the time a villain presents themselves and they have a, a chance of redemption and you think, well, this, this is how these things go. <laughs> mm-hmm. They fucking double down. And I was like, wow, this movie's not afraid to make some people sinister. I was in this. like, you bitch. I dare <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, into it, man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You yeah. had me fooled. Yeah, right. You feel like, okay, it's about to wrap up. You know, a nice bow and everything. Like. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> and it's not even just one character. Like, some of these characters, they go back and forth, and you don't really know what oh, they're, yeah. what they're, uh, what they're, what's driving them. But to add on to what you said about the characters, there's also a lot of them. Yeah, they yeah. Balance a lot. Like, near the end, when they show all these characters, I'm like, wow, like, all of them are not flat. Like, they're kind of developed. That's the thing. Normally, with something like this, you'd complain about there being too many characters because mm-hmm. the focus goes everywhere. But they do manage to develop all of like with all these kids you get to know each and every one of them mm-hmm. like you spend time with each one and they interact with each other and you're like oh okay i'm i got a bead on all of you and yeah. their problems are all grounded seriously in reality oh, yeah 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 no that listen y'all i mean i I didn't go in feeling one way or another. I actually thought like, all right, it's an Adam Sandler movie. You know, usually my expectations are low, but yeah, I, yeah. I go in. I, I don't go in with expectations at all. I go in with an open mind. And I was just surprised at how much I was enjoying this. Yeah. And I'm like, you, man, uh, and, you know, I, I had, listen, I have, a, I have a test for these kind of movies. And I'll get to that in a little bit. But I will say that this is a, that this is pretty clever right here, this movie. I mean, there was so many clever things in here. Like uh, Julie and I were talking about this. Uh, the kindergarten man, those kindergarten, my those, favorite. Oh thing. yeah, those little deformed kids. <laughs> they call kindergarten like little wild gremlins. <laughs> man, those kindergartens, they were always wild. They were uh-huh. always little crazy little creatures, man. They're, I mean, and they, 
they have scenes where they're just doing shit just because they're just full of energy. Just full of energy. Yeah, they have like they have one scene where they're the kids are just running wild and one's on the floor just spinning around like, <laughs> like curly from the three stooges, man. They just they don't know they don't know what to do with their little bodies, man. Uh-huh, they're just uh-huh, crazy. Uh-huh. And they find they get a lot of steam out of them. Like just yeah. seeing the, the kindergartners around their teacher, like her expression is just funny. Like just like oh, yeah. yanking on her yeah. face and stuff. Now I, like I told y'all, man. Uh, you know, Adam Sandler and I, it's, uh, you know, we have a, we have a pretty, uh, off and on past. Um, there was some tests that the movie had to pass for me in order to make sure that I think, cause early on I was like, don't like this just yet. I know uh-huh. you're enjoying it, but there are some things that are going to have to be passed here for me to know that I really, really do like this movie. Uh, you know, number one. Adam Sandler, despite my criticism of him, I like him a lot. You know, this is Hidden Gems right here. Mm-hmm. Uncut Gems. I'm just, Uncut Gems. I keep saying that. Hidden Gems. Oh, totally different movie. Uncut Gems. I love him in this movie, man. Plus, Adam Sandler is my birthday brother. You know, September oh, right? With the guy, we got the same birthday. So I don't hate Adam Sandler as much as I come across. I actually like Adam Sandler a lot. When Adam Sandler's funny, he's hilarious. When Adam Sandler's good, he's great. When Adam Sandler's great, he's amazing. Uh, but first test that he had to do, man. And you, Martin mentioned it. Uh, when I heard he was a lizard, I was like, oh, that voice is going to be hell. <laughs> that voice is going to be horrible. Yeah, you I was going to ask, did you guys have to turn on subtitles? Because early on, he was, you know, I'm doing it. No, I understood him. I, no, just, fine. No, I, I had to turn on subtitles. No, I understood him. I just like, I just don't, I just, I'm scared of his voice right now. <laughs> Y'all know Adam Sandler? Uh he can do some annoying voices, man. And when he started talking as that lizard, I was like, here we go. We about to have Whitey syndrome. <laughs> as racist as that sound, that's not what it is. Whitey syndrome is not what it sounds like. It is this right here. They're scratching up my floor. Here comes the seizure. They're so bad. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I'm right there with you, brother. I was like, because I first heard that voice, I'm like, oh, I got, I got flashbacks of Whitey. Uh, Whitey, <laughs> right when I thought Whitey could do nothing else to me, <laughs> here comes this Whitey right here, man. I said, we got Whitey syndrome, man. I've been, I've, I've got PTSD behind that dish, that shit, man. I can't take it. So if he starts doing another crazy voice here, then uh, I'm gonna hate this. But his voice works here, yeah, man. It does. His voice, man. His voice is. Perfect for an old Jewish lizard. Yeah, especially because part of the the thing with with Leo the lizard is that he's old. He's seventy four. He's like, shit, I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he thought he. he th- Leo says, I ha- I got one more year. Like he knows he's about to die. And him and uh, Bill Burr, man, Squirtle the Turtle, uh, man, they work well together because mm-hmm. I love how they how they wrote these characters. They just man it. Sure, they're two reptiles, but really, they're just two old men. Yeah. Two old dudes sitting around talking shit, talking shit about who? The kids. Uh Like old men have a tendency to do. All right, another year, another batch of fifth grade head cases. Kabir, Anthony, welcome. You from New York, new guy? Patriots suck. That's New England. I think your shirt's on backwards. Come on. Look at this. Boy, by the way, that boy's been held back about three times. <laughs> you can tell that he's stupid. Motomus. Yep. Jame old, Jame old. in a sweater from There's the snotty clip. Between Queens. The facade squad. Peaking at 11. Of course, the always sick and should have stayed home, kid. Always won. There's the class clown who secretly despises himself. Miracle, Cole. Thanks, Cole. Jeez, how many calls this year? Reminds me of the Justin Avalanche of 1991. <laughs> God forbid we ever get to see a Richie again. Bro, 
Oh, no way! Are you taller than me now? The inevitable cheese doodle, kid. Now those look like Dorito fingers. We just moved here from the Bronx. You're new? Wow, that must have been hard. I mean, I've never had to leave friends. Except last year when we went to Myrtle Beach. And on the flight home, the old lady oh, next to me had arthritis. And so I had to help her open her mustard packet. First child. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> just talking, sitting back and just talking shit. Uh-huh. Roasting these kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like it, man. I like I like the way his voice is for those characters. I like Bill Burr as that, as that turtle right yeah. there, man. Now, the real test, though. Because this is an animated movie, and I heard they're going to be singing in this. I was like, oh, here we go, man. I said, you know what? Now, that's going to be the real test if these songs suck. And listen, I don't know if any of these songs going to win a Grammy. I don't think, you know, there's going to be songs you're going to be singing at karaoke like you do at Disney tunes. But the songs did not annoy me. In fact, they made me laugh. They made me laugh because I thought the songs were written pretty funny. But what really made me laugh is that hardly any song gets a chance to get finished. Oh, every, yeah. every song is interrupted, man. Uh-huh. Every song is either interrupted for them to go have a conversation. And sometimes they interrupt the song and they never go back to it. And the songs are kind of low key. Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, they're, they're like, by the time you kind of judge whether you like it or not, it's kind of over or interrupted. Yep. It's, it's not like Wish where it's no. like, ooh, ooh, ooh stop. <laughs> wishing for them to shut the fuck up. That's, that's, no, yeah. not like that at all. None of them um, were. Do you the lizard in my room? Because the birthday party's coming up and out right now, honey. Daddy's bragging. <laughs> when you roll with Dr. Skin, you're a true VIP. Because rules do not apply. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I like the way that clock over there. <laughs> them, what, did you know it's one of those dancer clocks left the chorus line and go up there yeah. looking at that woman's ass? Yeah. <laughs> Don't lie to me. Give me that. So you only talk to me because I'm. So he just interrupted his song yeah. and just went upstairs to hang out with this girl and this lizard man. What do you want to say? Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't think that any of the songs were particularly bad, but I did think that only like one or two of them really stood out. Sure, sure. Because there was one, yeah. uh, there was one that I really liked. Man, I'll tell you this, this, this particular. Well, let me see here. Uh, this particular number right here, this dance number, there goes mom's ass right there. Uh, that's man, they had a fun ass call back with that. And plus, if you freeze on some of these things, you'll see some in jokes in this in this line right here, like the cat that's jumping on top of the one clock right here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a funny ass callback to that particular dance number right there. I don't want to say what it is, but when you see it, if you see it, you'll get a good laugh at it. I laugh my ass off at that, man. Uh, it's that, and see, sometimes that's the, that's the thing with the movie. It never takes itself too seriously because mm-hmm. the really the movie has a it has a real heart to it. It really does. But they never take it seriously. You see how absurdist this is with these dancing sentient clocks around or stopwatches or whatever. Um, yeah, they do a good job of slipping in silly stuff in the background. Oh, yeah. And that's Jason Alexander, who does a great job as one of the girl's father, like the rich, snooty girl's father. Man, uh, I enjoyed the characters more than I thought I would. And uh, the reason why is because, first of all, the stories with these with these kids, like I said, never takes itself too seriously. But uh, it really did have a lot of heart in it, man. But I was surprised by the substitute teacher. I thought that this teacher that came in was just going to be a quick gag on those teachers that you hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, a one note thing. Yeah, I thought I thought in the beginning she was going to come in and have her have her have her uh, have her joke and be out. Turns out that that substitute teacher ended up being like one of the main characters in the movie. Who's going to take on some responsibility, or do I have to pick? 
Well, if no one else will, I don't want the pets to feel not wanted, because everybody wants to fit in and shouldn't be judged on their looks or species or size of their foreheads. Also, I'm supposed to go indoor skydiving tomorrow, but I think my father may be home, so if it's okay to leave it with your father- Pet Shut up! <laughs> uh, no, she, I love that she had a story arc of her own, man. They made sure. her a deeper character. They did. <laughs> I, thought, I thought she was gonna be one and done, man. You know, I think that the reason why this works so well is because if you there's a difference between Eight Crazy Nights in uh, Hotel Transylvania. One of those is like one movie sucks and the other's good. But the reason why I think one is good is because Robert Smeagol. Oh, he's he's Smeagol. Robert Smeagol. That's Smeagol. That's Gala. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Robert uh, Smeagol is uh, he was one of the writers on Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, yeah. Him and he's been working with Adam Sandler for a while. Yeah. Because. Uh, uh, he directed that movie. Um, um, What's it called? Uh, the weekend. Uh, the week of. Oh, uh, yeah. It was with, with Chris Rock, and mm. he, I'd heard he has, he he got interviewed on Howard Stern right before, and I heard him talking about it. So I decided, oh, let me check the movie out. And it's really not that good, but it's something about it that's better than the average Adam Sandler movie, mm -hmm. like more grounded, less of uh. less of those, you know, those those. Uh, sophomoric uh, uh crash jokes yeah yeah uh and i guess you know working with something like this especially animation he comes to his own because he also did all the tv funhouse yeah on SNL. yeah and he's also as you can see voiced the, the yeah triumphing soul comic yeah dog. yeah who's who's hilarious man so listen funny. uh you can well go ahead i know you might have some things to well to yeah this. i I, I think that you also didn't mention, though, uh, you're talking about the other Adam Sandler projects that this is similar to. In a way, this kind of feels like something that evolved from Adam Sandler going, I kind of want to do a sequel to Billy Madison. You know, like there's there's scenes in here that are repeating jokes from Billy Madison. There's I mean, there's songs that feel like they're the same message that are mm -hmm. in like something like Eight Crazy Nights. But particularly uh, this kind of felt like his character from Billy Madison going back to a school, you know, mm -hmm. and, and interacting with different characters. Yeah. You know, and speaking of these kids, man, I'm going to tell you that uh, I love the way when he when the, the whole movie or a lot of the movie structured in almost in chapters where uh leo goes home with a different kid mm -hmm. and it tackles this kid's problems uh i thought that that was cool because every uh every family or every kid had had their own joke to go with the their family or their problem like the girl that talks too much a family kind of hates her they just, <laughs> they just they just they just they just cope with her they just don't even they just tune her out and they're exhausted behind her i love the kid who had the uh, the overprotective parents. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I thought that was clever. And it the, was. The, yeah, there's something going on with his drone. I'm not going to even say what it is, but the way they handled that joke with the drone, I thought was very clever and that very funny. That could easily have been a terrible joke that <laughs> yeah, went on too have. long. Yeah, no, they, they did it just enough, mm -hmm. and they only did it when they had a joke to do, mm -hmm. and a clever joke at that. It actually worked out very well, man. Because there's a lot of running gags in this movie. No, there are. There are, man. Listen, I thought it was entertaining, man. I really like this movie. I do. Uh, it has it's it, it has problems, uh, and, and sometimes I can see where the the tone doesn't work, even though it worked for me. Because not every joke's gonna hit, man. I mean, it is one of those kind of things where I believe, like, uh, uh, what's his name, Smigel? What's his name, uh, Robert uh, Robert Smigel? He's the one that comes in, like when Adam Sandler comes in and says "pee pee doo doo," you know that uh, Smigel says. That's cool. I'm gonna go and write some good shit. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, um, but also, I think Adam Sandler has contributed a lot of good gags here. Oh man. yeah, I, you know, especially with that character. I know he had a lot to do with that character. So yeah, man, uh, it's a big surprise for me. 
because I listen, I didn't even know the movie was out. I didn't mm-hmm. know it existed until mm-hmm. uh, the day that it came out. Oh yeah. So yeah, I, I remember I, I messaged you. I was like, so are we gonna do this? And then late that night, you're like, yeah, let's do it. I yeah. Was like, All right. Because I started watching. I was like, man, I'm kind of liking this. <laughs> so yeah, I, man, it's already out. It's number one on Netflix as of this week. I think it deserves that. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I but those who have not seen it, uh, I think it's worth giving it a watch, man. It's a lot of fun. I give it a I give it a matinee. Probably high matinee. I liked it. Yeah, I, uh, you know, it's it's not going to be, I mean, when you look at a year of like for animation where you got Across the Spider-Verse and even the, mm-hmm. the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not going to be up there with them. But it might be third. I mean, um, honestly, my only issue with it is just that the animation doesn't blow you away. Mm-hmm. But everything else about it works so surprisingly well. And being an Adam Sandler movie, if not the whole, oh, it, it, it's going to be uh, obnoxious off the bat. There was always that feeling like, well, at some point they're going to they're going to let it. It's going to get sloppy, and it didn't. You know, it tight reins on all of it. Uh, yeah. You said it's a it's it's got a lot of heart to the point where I was like, man, a lot of times on a Saturday night when I'm watching these animated flicks and I'm drinking, I'll get a little misty. But I was like, I don't think that's going to happen this time. And damn it, if it didn't, I was like. I, I got a little little water in my eye at one point toward the end. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a it's a very high matinee for me. Yeah, yeah, I think that there's a <clears throat> lot of like bizarre stuff in here that works for it because it's animated. Uh, I didn't love it, but I certainly liked it, and I laughed all the way through. And I the one, okay, I guess there's one thing I love: those kindergartners. They show up throughout the movie, mm-hmm. and I was laughing out loud. Like I was rewinding. Oh, oh every oh every time, man. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, we think. Yeah, yeah, I was just. Always, <laughs> always <laughs> laughing at this, how insane they look. And they, the movie knows how funny those characters are, and they use them very well. I would give it probably like a low matinee. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm going to tell you, though. I mean, out of all the animated movies you see this year, man, how many of them have ass like that? <laughs> no, come on. So that's, that's where the high matinee came in right there. So, yeah, y'all. Uh, how many how many Disney print how many Disney princesses y'all gonna see do that right there? I'm just well, most of them are teenagers. So. <laughs> well, okay, when they're eighteen, how many do that? I'm just hoping that this is not going to be the beginning of a trend from Adam Sandler where we're seeing him repeat jokes and ideas from previous movies. He's yeah, done. Um, I wouldn't hold my breath on that. <laughs> well, take, this was the most obvious I've seen him do. It, take, for the, me, take the good ones.